You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Kathy Osborne. Kathy, thanks so much for being with me today. Hi. Kathy, we're going to talk about your show, um, Susan M.A. Fine Art, which is running through March 25th. We're talking on February 27th. It's still up, so people can find more links about that here. So posturing, it's a two-person show with Bradley Wood. We're talking about your work. So I want to get to the work itself, of course, which is work on paper, mounted on board. But first, can you tell me a little bit about your process? Because as I understand it from what the gallery is writing about it, you have a, a dollhouse that, in, that, I mean, a process that involves using dollhouses, and, um, correct? Yes. Um, what I do is I take about 75 to 100 pictures of a set-up dollhouse, and I, um, that's kind of the hardest part is choosing, um, the one I'm going to work with. And then I, um, use that as the reference for the painting. And the way it looks is though, for instance, there'll be a dollhouse and out the window will be a poster of like a Bierstadt painting. And you can't really make out anything. It's like a piece of a mountain or something. So you don't really know. You just know it's a landscape but there's not really much more to tell you about what's outside. And then, um, so inside there'll be a, a couple of people, usually, um, and they are usually standing a little bit apart, and somehow that seems to show that they're not getting along. <laughs> um, well, let's, let's and, talk about uh, that early process a little bit. So you have multiple dollhouses that you're manipulating and staging scenes in and photographing these scenes. You're saying that's the hard part, deciding which ones to photograph. But but a big part of this process, like the equivalent of drawing, is this is staging of multiple uh, miniature dollhouses. Is that correct? Well, one at a time. One staged dollhouse at a time. Um, I have, uh, you know, like 20 of them. And lately I've been trying to um, not use dollhouses. I'll just put up a styrofoam wall and put colorade paper on it for the wallpaper and um, put furniture and figures and call it a day. So I don't, and, and sometimes I'll just use a window that you can't see, but you can see the light squares coming in through the window that's landing on the furniture. Though, though that's a different process, that's still drawn from, uh, your whole process of of learning this way of of staging through through the dollhouses, right? Which I mean, I'm asking more about because it seems like a, a whole other world in itself. While the current the current work is derived from that to some extent, there's just a world that's almost kind of like choreography or performance or something when you're staging all of this. Yeah, it's right? very that's, stagey. That's, yeah. So what is that like? Because that's so different than painting or drawing or. I don't know, sketching ideas. So worked out. I mean, it's so, the, the composition's worked out, the colors, the relationships with, between the figures, the, it's so worked out in the photographs that it's sort of solved. And that's sort of, it feels almost like painting to choose the photographs. You know, I rearrange, you know, the, I'll, I'll maybe change the couch or I'll change, push the figure an inch closer or... Um, raise an arm, one arm of the woman, so that her hand is 
um, on her forehead and she looks, you know, weary. <laughs> so um, there's a lot that, a lot, there's a, they look the same when it's one uh, series for one painting, these photographs, but there's small changes. No, that's helpful because there's something theatrical about all of them, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just so curious, and I just love the idea of this kind of staging. And so, that, yeah, that, that, that makes it clear. Um, and, and also, it's yeah. as though these vignettes are, are, are as though they are stages, right? The, the, the viewer's point of view is almost they like They are. A, uh, and and the, the, yeah. the figures are um, just the slightest thing. Maybe the painting, maybe the photograph looks very similar to the past four photographs, but... Um, the slightest thing can change the relationship between these people. I mean, it's, I really do feel like a stage director. I mean, they, they, um, if they're standing really close, it can, it can be menacing. Or it's hardly ever sweet, um, no matter what I do. But um, I did once do an embracing couple, and um, I didn't like it. It just, I didn't like it as a painting. It was like the figures were confused. They weren't, you know, looked like one lumpy human. I don't know how to describe it, but <laughs> that didn't work. So right. I've stayed away from that ever since. Let's talk about uh, one of those paintings then. Um, the painting Vanity, Vanity. I mean, it's really interesting the way you're beginning to talk about these these characters. Um, these two don't seem so menacing. I mean, there may be a loneliness there, but there doesn't seem to be a menacing there. How do you, how do you read this one? Okay, that one's not menacing, but that one's that's one of that's awfully cute. That title, I've never, I don't usually do cute titles, but you know they're looking in mirrors, so <laughs> they're right, looking two vanities, of them. That's and vanity, and they're vain. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I don't usually tell even that much of a story. It's usually just like a mood, or just like a slice of a bad situation, or, mm, or, or their lives are too quiet. That's there's something always a little bit wrong. <laughs> I, I don't, and I'm glad I can't, I don't make, I wouldn't want to add a smile to them. Well, many times it does seem like they're in conversation. There's one, um, man hovers, which is another title. that is in some ways humorous. Doesn't that seem um, menacing to you? The guy where he's like leaning over, she's in the bed lying down, he's hovering over her. That doesn't seem a little <laughs> threatening. <laughs> no, now that you say it, it does seem threatening, menacing. It seems like it could be an argument or something like that. Well, she seems to be looking off to the side, and he seems to be looking at her, so there's no eye contact. And I, I thought of that one as particularly obvious. But There's one other painting I wanted to ask about, the one called Nothing's On. Um, that one has no figures in it. That oh, that's think. right, yeah. That's one of the first ones I ever did. That one is also a setup that, that's drawn from in a photograph? It is, it is, yeah. It was one of the first ones I ever did. And I didn't realize I was going to turn it into a body of work. As a matter of fact, I didn't include it. in any time I showed anybody my work, I never included that one because there weren't figures. And then later I was like, somebody said to me, the absence of figures in your work, is, you know, the absence of people kind of is the people, which was, I thought, interesting. I... Um, and then I took a second look at that painting. I thought, you know, I really like this. It's... Yeah, I like that too. Um, let, let's talk about another painting. There's, it's a, it's a lot of drama in it. The, uh, it's called Woman in Brown Dress. 
It's one that I really oh, love because the, the angle's unusual, uh, you know, although some of them are top-down like this, which is different than a strict stage, but also there's, yeah, a lot of dramatic shadows there. This, and there's a shadow to the right and left of her of a plant and then a shadow oh, of herself. That one, that one, I was, um, it was all about the shadows, all about the shadow from the window and the sun streaming in. That was the thing I was interested in. And you know, lighting up those flowers and yeah, so that one, yeah, it's, it's just beautiful. That's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite one from the show. Oh, it is. Why is why is that? So you, uh, I thought the shadows really worked. They're as powerful as as she is. Her shadows as powerful as she is. Right. They it's, almost seem uh, like companions or something. They almost seem like yeah, figures themselves. The shadows. Mhm. And so, uh, uh, and it was it was wonderful to paint which isn't always the case. I mean, there's another one that's almost a version of that, a little bit different, a woman in a red dress um, reading on a couch. The title of it is Woman Reading. And um, Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's one I really like. Again, the uh, shadows are so, worked out so well. I love it that it cut the plant in half. And so the plant's half in shadow, half not. And, uh, right, you know, right. and again, it was great to paint, which... I, that's my favorite thing when I actually love what I'm painting. There's another one called Long Shadow, um, which has this other very prominent shadow of a woman in blue walking into a room with a rug on the floor, but there's a, a shadow uh, far oh, enough yes. away to make it look like another person altogether. That's, that's true. Um, it sure makes her look isolated and it's kind of a lonely thing. She... Um, Again, you don't, sometimes I don't do anything with these people. I just plop them down. And the shadow is so great. And I'm like, well, there it is. That's what I want to do. So it's, sometimes there's a story that happens, and sometimes there's um, just it's a painting. It's just uh, the look of the thing. Well, the way you're setting up the narratives also isn't to be read into, right? This This does feel like you can project your thoughts onto them rather than wanting to know exactly what's happening in these characters' lives. I mean, they do feel like flesh and blood characters. At the same time, it seems easy to, to project on them somehow. And people, yeah, absolutely. People, uh, I have a friend that writes a story every time he sees one of my paintings and they're fabulous stories. They're not what I would say about them at all. <laughs> um, but they, uh, but, I, you know, I, I love his take. Yeah, everybody has a different take. It's so interesting. And so um, these these works, I mean, as you've talked about and, and we've discussed in, in different ways, you know, these are solitary figures sometimes or strange figures or lonely figures. Uh, it, it's hard not to think that this has something to do with the pandemic or this is a, in a post-pandemic context. Do you see that at all? Does it feel at all that way no, to you? you know, it's, can I tell you something about the pandemic? My life barely changed it like looked almost the same which doesn't mean i wasn't freaked out but it looked like um the the way my life was led before the pandemic it's uh um so to me that nothing it was i was still doing scenes of isolation you know i was doing them before the pandemic and i was doing them after i don't think and that would be interesting you know maybe i i don't even know that about myself 
Maybe you're right. I don't know. Well, well it's, it's like they mean something different afterwards, right? I mean, or, or have a different resonance because there's different, we're in a different world. Like before the pandemic, you know, that meant one thing, you know, isolation. After the pandemic, we think of it another way, right? We, we, we oh, have that's right. With yeah. Right? That we're, that it, that's it, it, might, it might get taken differently because of the pandemic, my paintings. You're right. Yeah, yeah, something. So to talk about one more before she goes, which you mentioned before, which is she is good, which is that's the one where lone figure standing up, brown dress, facing the camera. Um, with right, landscape that's the one where I... The, yeah, that's the one where I just sort of... I, her arms were just that way. These dolls are sitting, like 50 of them, in a big plastic bag. I just reach in there. <laughs> and plop them down. I'm like, oh, this works immediately. She and I was like, and her arms are outstretched. She looks like a saint. So, um, and then the cloud around her head. I was like, well, kind of. She's kind of haloed. So, um, I thought this is a, a story told to me. I didn't. I felt I had no planning there. I just plopped her down and boom. Yeah, but you have to put on a Don't you? Don't you? Don't you dress the doll too? Or no, no, the the dolls come with glued on clothes. I have to get fifty of them just to have a change of clothes. Same oh, doll, really? different clothes, glued on. Yeah. So how small are the dolls? Six inches tall. Oh, six inches. That still sounds pretty big. So what is that scale? What is that scale called? That's one twelve. The um, and I do have a set of dolls and dollhouses that are one sixteen. They are four inches high. Wow. So, so that makes the difference between how much you can also m- manipulate them and, and stage things. That's right. right. The larger, the That's better. Right. I mean, you can have it too big. But. Yeah. The small ones are really stick figures. I really can't. <laughs> They're harder to maneuver. Well, it's been so exciting talking to you about this. I wish you well with the show. There's links here so listeners can learn more about it and, and hopefully go see it if you hear this uh, in time. I, I want to ask you one last question that's a little off topic, which is, what are you reading at the moment? Um, re- I just started uh, Made in America, Bill Bryson. Well, thank you for sharing that, and um, I want to thank you for talking with me today. It's really been a pleasure. I wish you well with the show, which is still up, and congratulations on that, and, and thanks for talking oh. to me about your work. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.